Hello, hello. I am coming to you today from Bali. We are over here at the moment, literally living our dream lives. We've popped over for five days. Honestly, though, it's not all it's cracked up to be. We had an awful airport experience. We had a really late flight, a really big airport customs delay. They lost our baggage. It was just one of those experiences where, you know, it's not what you read on the postcard. It's probably not what we showed on Instagram either. But we are over here living our dream lives. And we were actually, myself and Tim, were sat at dinner last night and thinking and talking about how five years ago we would have absolutely killed for the life that we have now. And it's really nice to always come back to remind yourself that wherever you are right now was yesterday's dream. Wherever you are right now, you didn't think five years ago, three years ago, two years ago that you would be able to have or do what you are able to do at the moment or be in the position that you are in right now. So it's always just a really beautiful reminder to come back to the fact that you are literally right now living a dream, especially if you're in business, especially if you started in the last few years, like at some point you would have dreamt of being where you are right now. So it's really nice because I know we always say like be future focused and focus on what's ahead and you know, the next big goal, but ultimately it comes down to like, you've done so much already. And Tim and I are going to, when we get home, record a podcast on this because five years ago, we were not where we are right now. We were scratching around, pinching pennies. We did not have any spare income. We were, you know, paycheck to paycheck. We were putting laundry appliances on credit card. We had debts and we were definitely not where we are right now. And so we're going to do a little podcast episode when we get back together just to talk about, you know, I guess what that was like, how we got out of it, how we changed our mindset and how we turned it around. So that podcast will be coming to you shortly. But what I wanted to talk about today was a question I always get asked and I get asked it so often on DM and also by clients. And I wanted to dive into today what other daily routines of someone who's built a multi seven figure business because as a hashtag millionaire i guess what's deemed as successful by society is you know having reached this level of success and i find it fascinating that people have almost got an obsession with understanding how the greatest minds in the world work like you know i think people always ask people like Mark Zuckerberg or people like Steve Jobs, what is the daily routine? What do you do daily? What are your non-negotiables? And I think that people think that if you can just do those same things, then that will set you up for success. And look, I am all for having a morning routine, but I really don't believe that that is the key to your success. I think it takes more than a journal prompt and more than a morning meditation to take your business to seven figures and beyond. And so today I'm going to just talk about what my daily routine is like, how we do change it up and how often that changes and how fluid it is, but more so some of the biggest lessons that I've learned scaling up to this point that you might be able to implement daily in order to be able to take your business to that next level. So realistically, my daily routines change depending on whether I'm in scale mode or whether we're in chill mode. When we're in scale mode, my daily routine is pretty jam-packed and we've been in scale mode for the last six weeks. So for the last six weeks, my morning routine has looked different to when we're in more of that settle mode. So I want to talk about first of all, the difference between scale mode and settle mode. Scale mode is when things are growing quickly, when we're doing all of our marketing, we have lots of new clients joining we're really hyper-focused on growing the business. Settle mode is more so when we've grown the business to a certain point and we know that we need to ease off for a minute, make sure our structures and our foundations are still really solid, maybe implement some new stuff. Like if you've gone through a period of growth recently, you always need to have a period of, I guess, stagnation afterwards to just make sure that everything's still working, just to make sure. Because when you scale from one plateau to the next, or you know, one level to the next, things are going to break. 
things are always going to break as you scale your business to the next level. And so when we do scale up quickly, we always have that period of time just check over the business what's broken what needs fixing you know what systems what can we do smarter instead of harder what new additions do we need to the team do we need new coaches do we need new admin support like what do we need to take this business to the next level what does the next quantum leap look like so at the moment we're in scale mode we've just taken on a heap of new clients a couple of new coaches we have a few new products and services coming out in the next six months and so it has been yeah a real focus on growth lately some of my absolute non-negotiables are breakfast in the gym. And I know breakfast seems like a, you know, a very easy win here, but ultimately like there was a period of time where I didn't have breakfast, where I didn't prioritize breakfast, and honestly where I just didn't prioritize health. And I'm telling you right now that for me, you know, you'll chase money until your health goes and then you'll chase, you know, your health and it's so much more important than your wealth. But for me, like health has to absolutely be more of a priority than my wealth. So for me, every single morning breakfast, it's usually something simple like a couple of slices of toast and a protein shake. I get to the gym. Movement is key to setting up my day right. I actually just feel really yuck if I don't move my body first thing in the morning. So whether that's the gym, whether that's a stretch, whether that's a walk, it doesn't matter, but I have to get my body moving. Like if I just rolled out of bed and went straight to my laptop, I just wouldn't be in my best mindset. And the reason for that being that when you move your body, you create those endorphins, you create those happy hormones, those happy chemicals in your body and you literally get more energized and lit up for your day. The morning is the best and most productive part of my day. And so I make sure that I set my morning up right with exercise to make sure that my mind is right to be able to hit my day hard. I want to talk about journaling because I'm not really a journaler. And I know that a lot of people say that journaling helps them. And I think that's great. And I think that every person has their different way of getting their head into the right space. Like I said, mine is movement. At the moment, I'm just using the Productivity Planner by Intelligent Minds. You can get that on Amazon. And we've used lots of different journals in the mornings. But the reason I love the Productivity Planner is because it has one key focus for the day, one thing that would make you feel successful if you achieved it that day. And I really love that breakdown because I feel like, and I know if you're listening to this, you're going to totally understand, you have so many things on your to-do list. You have so many activities and things that are overwhelming you and things that are constantly on your mind. And you always feel like you've got so much to do. But if you just focused on getting one massive thing done, one thing that would make you feel successful, the thing that's probably like that eat the frog scenario, that thing that is like the chunkiest thing that's going to make you feel so much more successful once you've had it done, the thing that's going to make you feel like you've actually achieved something. If you just did that task first every single day, I promise you that in six months to 12 months, your business would be completely changed. The problem is that we have those big tasks on our to-do list and we end up pushing them to the bottom of our to-do list constantly. And then just doing the easy things, the emails, the social media, the things that we know that we can do, the client work, and we never eat the frog We never do the thing that is actually going to take our business to the next level. And so the reason I love the productivity planner is because it puts that thing at the top of your to-do list every single day, which I love. I don't journal daily in terms of like gratitudes and all of that sort of stuff because I really feel like I don't need to. I'm a very naturally optimistic and super grateful person as it is. I don't feel the need to have to focus that, but there are periods of time where maybe my mindset isn't as healthy, where maybe I'm not feeling so good, where maybe I am feeling a little bit emotional. And on those days, I will definitely prioritize journaling. But at the moment, I'm not in that headspace. I'm feeling really good, really aligned. I just want to get shit done. I want to grow this business. I want to help as many people as possible, have a huge impact. And so right now, the productivity planner is all that I need. 
The third thing that I do non-negotiable every single week is time block. And the time blocks change. I think people are really reluctant to time block because they feel like if they time block, they're locked into it. I don't time block every single week because I want to be locked into it. Like my weeks are constantly in flow, especially in scale mode, which I'll, I'll touch on soon as to why, because there's always fires that are coming up, right? You're always going to be fighting fires. But when you're time blocking, it's really about creating a consistent routine for yourself. So it's not so much about this hour, I must do this. Maybe it's this day, I must do this. Maybe it's this half of the day, I must do this. Versus this hour, I have to do this. This 20-minute block, I'm going to do this. So time blocking doesn't have to be to the minute, to the hour. It can be to the half day. It could be to the full day. So as an example, our Mondays, our Mondays are always team meeting and admin day. Always. We set ourselves up by setting our team up for the week. And so every single Monday at 9.30 a.m., we have our first team meeting with the coaches. Then we have a sales team meeting with our sales team. And then we have an administration team meeting. And then later in the afternoon, I have an operations meeting with my ops team. So that's just getting us all set up and prepped for the week. It's getting everybody connected, everybody lit up, everybody excited. And we are all super connected to the same goal, right? We want to help people. So Mondays are blocked out for that. In the afternoons, I do some admin. I go for another walk. But Mondays are blocked out for that every single week. Tuesdays are blocked out for coaching. So from Tuesdays from 9 a.m. till about midday and on the other fortnight, 9 a.m. till 2 p.m., I coach. That's my biggest coaching day of the week. I get my coaching done. I love connecting with my clients. It's such a nice way to do that. So I do coaching. And in the afternoons, I'll do a little bit of marketing. Wednesdays are typically reserved for podcasts and podcast guests and also guest presenters. So if we have people coming into the mastermind or guest presenters or anything like that, or any kind of live presentations that we're doing in PMP, we'll typically try and tee those up for a Wednesday. Thursday for us is another little bit of coaching for me, but also I spend time upskilling on a Thursday. So this is where I will, you know, learn from a course, read a book. I will implement any strategies I've learned over the week. We do a lot of marketing stuff on Thursday as well. So, you know, thinking about, okay, what free downloadables can we give out? What's coming up? How are our Facebook ads looking? What do we need to optimize? Um, you know, having a look at our social media content for the month, having a look at putting up really good Instagram stories and making sure that people are feeling connected, planning out masterclasses, events, webinars, anything that we're planning on running. Uh, anything like that, we will typically carve time out for on a Thursday. And we call this kind of project time. So I typically carve out Thursday afternoons for project time. And that might be like we've just transitioned from just active campaign to Dubsado as an example. And so that was like that stuff was being done in project time. Okay. On Fridays, I usually try to have pretty much a day off. So in the morning, I mentor with one of my coaches and get some mentoring for myself. And then in the afternoons, I typically chill. This is where I will, you know, do a bit of self-care. So I typically go get a facial, a massage, spend some quality time with family or friends, have a bath, all of that sort of stuff, just chilling out. On weekends, I like to do my big picture thinking. It never stops for me. I love working. Not just working, I love doing, I'm passionate about what I do so it doesn't feel like work. So on weekends, Tim and I will go for a hike or we'll chill out, we'll have lunch together somewhere and we'll just think about like, where are we going? What are we doing? Where's our focus? Where are we thinking too small? Where could we think bigger? And the weekends are such a good time to do this because the weekends you typically just, you don't have people hounding you. You don't have stuff to do. It's really spacious. It feels spacious. It feels like energetically, like, you know, you have a bit of space to be able to really lean into the possibilities of what's available for you. So that's typically how my weeks look overall. Now, of course, guys, that changes depending on whether we're in scale mode or settle mode. Settle mode, 
I'll, I'll have a lot more time off. <laughs> Subtle mode, I will probably have Thursday afternoons off, Wednesday afternoons off, as well as Fridays off. Like, it, you know, when we're in subtle mode, it's about really recharging, really making sure that everything's running, checking in on our systems, checking in on our team, checking in on our clients, making sure that everything is working smarter instead of harder. But in scale mode, it is like, you know, I'm usually working eight till four every single day without fail. Not necessarily on weekends, but definitely Monday to Friday. I want to talk about the fact that it's great when you can have a time block. Like you can see with mine, it's not broken down hours and minutes. One thing I do time block is checking in with my PMP Facebook group. I always check my PMP Facebook group around 5 p.m. every day just to make sure that my girls are feeling supported and they have access to me when they need it. But otherwise, guys, I really don't have a lot of stuff that's time blocked. Fires are always going to come up because you're in business. There's always going to be fires to put out. You're going to have to be okay with your routine going out of whack. And I mean this like it's going to happen pretty often. So my time blocking changes monthly, if not weekly. So don't be so connected to the time block. Don't be so connected to the plan. You have to be able to be in flow. You have to be able to adapt and change. Like One of your biggest skills as an entrepreneur is going to be your ability to change and adapt because there's always going to be fires to put out. Shit is always going to hit the fan in business. And when it does hit the fan, that is your best learning scenario. What happened? Why did it happen? How can we prevent it happening in the future? Right? That's all you're wanting to learn. Every single time shit hits the fan, every single time you make a mistake, a client's unhappy, something goes wrong, something breaks. It is just an opportunity to learn what happened. How did it happen? How do we prevent it from happening again in the future? When these fires come up, it is so important for your week, for your energy, for your mental health, and even your physical health to stay calm. It is so important. And it's something that we constantly remind our girls in the PMP Mastermind when they jump onto calls and they're crying or they have stuff going on because it happens to everybody is just take a breath. What do we need to do? What's the lesson here? How do we prevent it from happening again? It's happened now. Here's how we handle it. Let's move forward. Okay. I have fought so many fires in my experience, in my business experience, and you, over time, just start to become adapted to being like, cool, nothing an apology can't fix, nothing that reaching out to the person can't fix. Let's figure out what went wrong. Let's figure out what we're going to do next time to make sure it doesn't happen again. So guys, the fires are going to happen. They're going to throw your routine out of whack. And those fires aren't always going to be business fires. Like your life is going to send you some fires too. Someone's going to get sick. Your kids are going to get sick. Your husband's going to need you. Your mom's going to fall down the stairs. Like stuff is going to happen. The fires are always going to be there. So it's about being adaptable and staying calm in those scenarios. I want to talk about the importance of balance here because like I said, in scale mode, you know, and I would call this hustle mode for my business. When we're in scale mode, you need to have that time to slow down. You need to have that time to really decompress the nervous system because that's the thing that's going to be getting all jacked up is your nervous system, your emotions, your adrenals are going to be firing. You're going to be creating a lot of adrenaline in your body. And if you're not constantly moving that adrenaline, i.e. by exercising, that adrenaline is actually storing in your body. Okay. And that's what's causing you to feel anxious and nervous and sick a lot. And so balance is so important. Now, you know, like I said, in scale mode, balance is a little bit harder to find. But what I always want to remind you of, and something that I have to remind myself of constantly, is that you don't need to do it all now. In fact, your need to do it all now is probably coming from, and if you really check in, where is it coming from? Why do you feel the need to do it all now? And it's usually coming from some sort of scarcity mindset, some sort of lack mindset. 
where it's like, if I don't do it all now, someone else is going to come and do it. If I don't do it all now, then I'm going to miss out on this opportunity. If I don't do it all now, then I'm not going to be rich later on. If I don't do it all now, then it's going to be harder later. And none of those stories are proven or true. It's just your mind playing lack and scarcity with you. Rushing anything is creating a force energy, a push energy, right? And when we're push, 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 pushing, what happens is we start to create desperation. We get desperate for that outcome, desperate for that desire. We become so desperate for that thing that we're chasing, that we're push, push, pushing, that we're force, force, forcing. And it's a really gross energy to have in your body. So what I really encourage you guys to do is because when we're creating that desperation, when we have that desire, when we have that desperate desire that we are trying to hit, what we're actually doing is we're creating an energy by where we never feel like we're achieving. Because until you hit that desire, nothing feels good enough. Until you hit that desire, you constantly feel hungry for it. Until you hit that desire, you constantly feel starved because you're starved of not having it. And that's not a good way to run your business. Your clients can feel it. Your potential clients can feel it. Everybody in your vicinity can feel it. There's desperation and it's not nice. Like you guys know how it feels. I know that you know how this feels because I know that you felt it. But if we just channel that, it's all happening exactly as it's meant to. And if I can just stay consistent daily with daily actions, stay consistent with daily time blocking, stay consistent with daily priority focus, it will happen because your success is inevitable. The only reason that your success would fail, the only reason that you would fail to get there is because you stop. And the reason you will stop is because you continually burn out. You won't have the energy. You won't have the emotional fortitude. You won't be able to do it if you're constantly running on empty. So you have to really rechange that story of needing to do it all now, channel it to staying super focused, staying in your lane, stop comparing to other people and knowing that if you just focus on your daily actions, you will get there in the exact time frame that you're meant to. What's meant for you will not miss you. So finding balance and that really coming back to chilling out at the end of your day, getting off your phone, lowering that screen time, staying super present with where you're at, staying super abundant with where you're at. Like I said, sitting at dinner last night, just talking to Tim about how lucky we are to have created this life, how how fortunate I feel that we wished that we were here five years ago. And now we are here. Look back instead of looking forward. See how far you've come. See the woman that you already have become. There's so much abundance in where you are right now, but your force, your push, your scarcity, your desperation to be where you want to be is actually holding you back from that next level. I have a bit of a ritual that I do each week to kind of come back into that feminine energy because when we are running businesses, we are typically in our masculine energy. We're very logical. We're very decisive. We're very driven. We're very ambitious. We're very competitive. It's natural to be in that focus, do, focus, do, focus, do action-taking mode when you're in business, which is really that masculine energy. And it's beautiful. It's what gets us to that next level. But obviously we're females and Coming back to your feminine energy is so important, not only for you and for your business, but for everybody else in your world. And so as the CEO of my business, one thing that I've had to learn is that in the initial phases of business, that first one to two years, you will hustle. If that's where you're at at the moment, you're going to be hustling. You're going to be in hustle mode. You're going to be doing everything. Everyone's going to be looking to you for every question and every answer. You're going to be managing everything in your business, wearing every single hat and probably wearing every hat at home as well. So you are going to be hustling. You're going to be in real masculine energy. But as you step into the CEO role, you actually have to let go. 
you actually move into a new phase, which is of feminine energy, which is allowing yourself to be supported by others. And I found this transition so tricky because I thought I had to do it all. I thought if I didn't do it all, either it wouldn't get done properly or I wouldn't feel comfortable letting go of the control. I had, um, you know, a few trust issues, I guess, as well, letting go of some stuff. Um, but as the CEO, I have to allow myself to be supported. And we ran an event last weekend, which was so amazing. And I rocked up on the day and I had no idea what was going on because I'd allowed my team to completely run the event for me, completely set it up, completely pick the venue, the location, the suppliers, you know, the decorations, the setup, everything was done by other people. I just walked in and I was like, this is amazing. Thank you so much. All I had to focus on was what I was going to present on the day. Two years ago, I would have had to do everything to plan out the event. I would have had to do everything to get that event off the ground. And so as you move through the different phases of your business, you have to allow yourself to be more supported and you have to learn to let go. And that's really coming into that feminine energy is that trust, that nurture, that slowness, that flow, that patience. Because when you have a team, you have to be patient. You have to learn to be patient. And as a woman, as a fiance, as a daughter, I want to be nurturing, loving, patient, and kind. And if I'm not careful about how I transition from my work day into my personal day, my personal life, I can go into my personal life being very hustle-focused. I can go into my personal life being very (laughs) demanding, bossy, uh, a little bit aggressive, snappy, all of those yucky things that I don't really want to be. And so at the end of my day, every single day, I have a shower, I put some music on, I come out of the shower, I put my silk robe on, I put all my moisturizers and all that sort of stuff on, and I just step into a new, slower energy. And I make a really conscious effort to transition from being the boss and being the masculine leader into being the feminine fiance that is loving, patient, nurturing, kind, supportive, listening, slow, soft, so that I can balance everything that's on my plate without feeling like I need to, or without feeling guilty for letting other people down, like Tim, as an example. Every Friday, I book in time for things like facials, massages, baths, whatever it might be, just also slow down that nervous system to come back to me, to take a bit of time out for a bit of self-care as well. And last but not least, guys, I want to talk about one thing which, you know, I don't think a lot of people talk about enough, and that is outsourcing your life tasks. So, you know, the house chores and the cooking and all of that sort of stuff, guys, I don't do them. I don't do it. I am in the industry of, and if you're in a service-based business, you will be in the same industry and you'll know what I'm talking about. I'm in the industry of giving a lot. I'm always giving. I'm always pouring from my cup. And while I always try to focus on creating from the overflow, the truth is with 150 clients and 15 team members and two parents who rely on me, there are times where I need to be nurtured as well. And part of that is asking for the support that I need. And for me personally, it's the house chores and the cooking. And for a while, Tim helped out, but it created like a bit of a divide in our relationship. He didn't enjoy doing it. It's not either of our love languages really. And so we just outsourced it. And so now I can spend my evenings and my weekends filling my cup, doing what lights me up, spending quality time with my loved ones. And this is how I achieve balance. So it didn't start out this way. It started out with a cleaner just two hours a week. I think she was $30 an hour, so $60 a week, which meant that I just let the house get into a pigsty and then I knew every week for two hours it would get cleaned, right? So I just, I could leave it. I could ignore it. I could just stay focused on what I was doing. 
And we used to order HelloFresh four times a week. What it looks like now is we've just hired a housekeeper for 12 hours a week. So she does everything from our laundry, our washing, changing our sheets, walking our dogs, picking up the the dog poo, (laughs) cleaning our house, vacuuming, all of the things 12 hours a week. And we have all of our meals cooked and prepped by a local chef who specializes in organic, tasty, healthy meals that suit your macros and they're delivered every week. So that is how we find balance. Obviously, guys, start with what you can afford, start with what you can do. But if you are in business and you're using the language, if what comes up for you right now is I can't afford to, you can't afford not to. If you're really serious about taking your business forward, that two hours that you could spend each week cleaning your house, if you could spend that two hours doing that number one priority task that would make you more than $60, then my recommendation is do that task and outsource the cleaning. My recommendation is order the meals online, buy the prepackaged meals, get the healthy ones, look after your health, of course, but you need to make sure that your time, if you're wanting to really grow your business, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I just really want to scale and grow my business fast, this is how we did it. We didn't try and do everything because when you try and do everything, you get nothing done. So find a way to make it work. Make those two hours count. Don't just sit on Instagram. Don't just sit in your emails. Make those two hours count. Make those two hours make you money. Upskill, invest in a coach. Whatever that looks like for you, make that money back plus more. And that is how you'll move forward every single day, every single week in your business. The only reason that I have scaled and made a million dollar business is because of the team and the systems and the tools that we have in place. At one point, every single thing in my business was done by me. And if it had stayed that way, I would have hit a ceiling a very long time ago and never reached my goals and probably burnt out and stopped and and gave up along the way. Every single day, I see so many business owners who have so much potential burn out or not be able to zoom out and think about how they can scale or what the right next step is for their business. So if that's you, and if you're currently feeling that way, please book in for a free 15-minute business strategy call with my team using the link in the show notes, and let's get you laser-focused on what the right next step is for you so that you can finally get the business of your dreams. And my my biggest reminder to you guys is don't do it all. You can't do it all on your own. Get the support that you need. Step into that feminine energy. Allow yourself to be nurtured and watch your business boom. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. My personal mission is to help women just like you to grow their business and give you the advice and insights that you need to make your business go boom. Babe, if something resonated today, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would leave me a review. If you're ready to invest in yourself and take your business to the next level, use the link in the show notes to book a free 15-minute strategy call so we can plan your right next step.